Hey everyone, this is Trauma Drama, and we are your hosts, Kaylee and Nick, and this is where we discuss surviving adulthood. We can probably agree that we're all pretty fucked up and that it affects us every day, whether we know it or not. I used to think that wasn't me, but if you come from a family, live in our society, go to school, experience love, sex, and friendships, then you're in the right place. Kay and I are going to break down everyday life and problems that come from managing your drama post-trauma. Let's fucking do it. What is up, everybody? This is Trauma Drama. I'm Kaylee, and that is Nick, and I'm super, super excited to be back, and we have a cool episode for you today. Yeah, on today's episode of Trauma Drama, we are going to start with a trauma or drama, and our main topic today, like we've been promising, is our holiday special, one of many to start, and then we're going to finish with a surprise topic. So, first, I mean, the first thing I asked Nick when he said holiday special, I was like, is there going to be an orgasm involved? I need <laughs> I need to know just so I can be prepared. He said no. Yeah, no orgasm involved, but still special. <sighs> still special. Thank you for saying that. Yes, it's Thank true. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with my trauma or drama, and it is related to sex and in the bedroom. So Perfect. family members who are listening, maybe skip it for a little bit. Um, <laughs> so our listeners know that I am on antidepressants, mm. right? Uh, so they are oh no another another use for <laughs> the this antidepressant is pre ejaculation so what it's supposed to a kind use of, yeah so if people will get on this medicine if they're having problems with pre ejaculation does that make sense I think yeah yeah, yeah. I, so basically it's gonna make you not come as fast as normal. So oh. I basically had an amazing performance last night, but oh. it was all due to this antidepressant I'm taking. Oh my god, I got, I was so confused when you said that. I was like, I am I I wondered if you meant that if people wanted to have no. like pre cum, not even like ejaculate quicker. But you're saying gotcha. no, no, no. You have you don't come as fast when you're on antidepressants. This specific drug. Okay. Okay. Zoloft. Okay. So uh-huh. that was like, I was like, hey, are there any side effects? And they're like, um, yeah, people, you know, <laughs> you could tell she stuttered. She's like, how am I supposed to, how am I going to word this? Um, <laughs> she was like, people get on this if they're having problems with pre ejaculation. So coming too soon. I was like, I oh, okay. okay. So she's like, just let your partner know. And I was like, okay. So yeah. So I was literally like, so I had to get a towel. <laughs> yeah, I had to get a towel to dry the sweat off my forehead because I was putting in work. I. All I could think of was that song I just keep hearing from the, the rock just created. It's, it's, about, about, power. it's, about, it's power. about power. It's about drive. <laughs> and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> That's the best thing ever. And that yeah. is exactly what you were doing. Yeah. It was, it was fun though. So Was it good? I, yeah. Was it fun? Yeah. No. Yeah. It was fun. It just like, good. honestly, it took a while. And I was like, all right. Dang. Well, I was starting to get over it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it was fun. But I was like, this is, okay. This has been fun. Let's, uh, let's wrap um, this up. And so. you know how women feel. Yeah, gosh, so sorry. It's really tough. I I think that so many times during sex, like, is it like, is it ever gonna happen, or like, what yeah. am I gonna do, or am I should I give up? Is it am I over it? Uh, I'm sure. Not it's lately pretty, though, but usually. not lately. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, um, yeah. So I don't know, trauma or drama. I think that's. <laughs> I think it was just funny, like. I yes, I think definitely drama. They don't have to it, be serious. Yeah. It yes, like, it does not sound like there was any trauma involved. Other than maybe you being on antidepressants, which is yeah. 
not necessarily like traumatic or bad, but it like comes from your own trauma. So. Yeah, yeah. It was just funny because she's like, wow, like you're lasting so long, like, you know, kind of into it. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's my antidepressant. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-sex. Yeah, it's my drugs. <laughs> yeah, it's the drugs I'm on. Don't worry about it. <gasps> That's really good. That was a good yes. one, Nick. I like that Thank a you. lot. Thank you. Okay, yes, family, you I'm- can come back now. <laughs> Hello, anyone there? Family? Yeah. Um, okay, so our main topic today is going to be our holiday special. So we're going into Thanksgiving. We're preparing people to be around maybe their divorced parents. Who, who are you going to choose? How do you choose? Uh, maybe you're coming from my point of view where I have a spouse. So we have multiple families to go to mm-hmm. and both families are divorced. So now we have like, it's I'm doing like algebra again. Okay, if I t- carry the two and I square this family, it's like, oh, so it's... It's You're literally like four Christmases. Have you ever yeah. seen that? No, I've never seen that movie. Oh my God, you would love it. It's got one of your favorite actors in it. I don't know. my. I, uh, I'm looking at your face. It's on my other mo- I don't know why I have you. Oh. God. Have you noticed me looking over at you? Like, no. It's turned when I'm talking to you? Oh. oh. I don't know. That was weird. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Anyways. Yes, it's like four Christmases. Like you have to, it's a great movie. You should definitely watch it. It's pretty, it's right up your alley of like rom-com. It's not the Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Is Vince Vaughn it? Oh, yeah. okay. I knew. I was going to say, it's one of your favorite actors, but I don't remember. Yeah, I've never seen it, but... You would like I'm it. I'm familiar with all the movie season. Yes, I knew you would be. No, it's literally about him and his partner, both parents are divorced, trying to figure out how to go to all four Christmases. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. This is not Christmas with the Cranks. This is not Christmas with the Cranks, no. Um... And I, so I think, do you want to, do you want to start, Nick? Do you want to talk about like what your plan is, like how you're managing it? Um, yeah, I guess. You can say I no. feel like I'm having the most, no, no. I feel like I'm having the most success this year. It hasn't happened yet, but I, it feels the most organized. And I think mm. it's because I'm married now. So I don't know. I have a little bit more leeway with my family per se. Mm-hmm. And I'm also working back at the restaurant. So I'm busy on the holidays. So right. what I've done is I've invited my mom over to Julie's. Okay. And then I planned on inviting my dad over. So Julie's my mm-hmm. wife's mom. So mm-hmm. I was going to have the moms and moms. And then I was going to have my dad with her dad. But we cool. haven't been in touch with her dad. So they don't have anything planned. So okay. I'm going to go over to my dad's on Thanksgiving and then celebrate with the moms the day after. That's great. Yeah, so there's still plenty of room because um, one of my best friends, Johnny, I want to spend time with his family as well. Uh-huh. So I've, I still have some room in the week to, yeah. to move stuff around. That's going to be great. And it sounds like it's so perfect. So I guess then, like, do you want to talk about some of your not-so-successful holidays and, like, how they've gone and what you've done to, like, navigate those? Yeah. I hear you saying things are perfect, which is exciting, but I want to hear the dirt. Yeah, the dirt. So, yes. This has been my only successful year, and right. again, it hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. But uh-huh, uh-huh. most of the time, it's I have an issue with my mother, right? Mm. Like I didn't spend enough time with her, or I spent I didn't spend time on the right day with her because it was mm. really important for her to spend the day of the holiday with me, which mm. I didn't know. So I had to like figure that out because mm. she was mad at me, and then you know she can't communicate with that. I mean, it was just like, why don't you love me? You don't want to spend Christmas with mm. me on Christmas. It's like, what? I thought... It has nothing could, to do with love. Yeah, it has nothing to Jesus. do with love. So, I mean, yeah, the divorce was hard because now I've got to choose. And literally, my parents just like, whoever I chose, that was who I loved. And they kind of mm. both did that. So, I guess what I wish would have happened was they planned it. Like, let's mm. organize this. Like, hey, Matt, when are you going to celebrate? But they it didn't. obviously, they can't so, communicate yeah. with each other. 
So you're saying it all fell on you pretty much. Yeah, like I, I had to choose, which was mm, annoying. Jeez. And that is not something any child should have to do, let alone like a child of divorced parents and a child of someone who survived like or a child that has survived trauma. You know, that's yeah, really, and really because all hard. I'm doing is thinking about how do I make them happy? How do I make them happy? Yeah. So I guess also by being married, because it kind of started last year, I was like, let's put let's put me first. Now I have a family. I get yes. to so I think that was what I was trying to say earlier. Like now I have a family, so I have a little bit more leeway with my own family, I guess. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what they think. I I am now my head of household who has to look after multiple people and it's not just about me. Sure. And do you get like you, you haven't gotten any backlash for that? Mm. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I've made it very clear that Kayla and I are one unit and if you bad if 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 you make it a problem I have no problem, you know, cutting you off because yeah. you both cut me off already. So mm-hmm. my conscience will be clear. Oh, that is so, so, so real. And I think like I felt so much of that when I came back from San Diego last weekend after seeing my family for the funeral and all that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was so grateful to have a sanctuary and my own life and my own like space to come back to. And I know those of you that are listening, like that might not be something that you have. And um, like, I just, I remember so many holidays feeling so, so trapped and so like stuck in this cycle of like toxicity and having to be around family for holidays. Because if you're not, they, they ask about where you are, what you were doing, or they think you don't love them or they think like, Something's more important, you know, like last year, last year I got ripped apart for Thanksgiving. I remember, um, I was at my partner at the time's house and like his family, um, and his, his mom like got COVID the day before Thanksgiving and, um, my cousins like ripped me apart and said that like me being with them was more important and that it doesn't matter if I might have been exposed to COVID I should just come over anyways because it's about family and I was like what that's the craziest thing I've ever heard I'm not like putting our 72 year old grandma in jeopardy because why there's no reason egos man god and I saw I remember last Thanksgiving like we just my partner and I drove from San Diego to Colorado on Thanksgiving Day, had a turkey sandwich That's at right. Subway, had a gas station. So. <laughs> yeah, right. I think like I am very familiar with the backlash of family when they don't think that you're making the right choice. And the holidays, I think, really, really intensify that. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's I kind of was remembering my mom also tries to relive the past on those days. Mm. Like for her, that's the moment to because she'll always say like i wish you were my little boy again and like i know moms like think that and want that but it is kind of cringe when you say it to your grown son yeah gross and it's like yeah we're not i i had to grow up i don't know i physically grew up like let's let's just be here now like i know we used to go to disneyland like you were the best mom you're the best mom okay let's not let's just yeah so that's exactly what it is is like asking for external validation for something that happened years and years ago so that like parents can feel better about what they're not doing now. Yeah. Like, it's like all it these is, insecure ugh, egos are like, oh, God. this is my time to feel like I'm doing enough. And it's yeah. Like, when do you, it's easier for me now that I am married to put myself first, I guess. Yeah. Because it's not me putting myself first. It's me putting my family first. Like I, I have my own Maggio family 
Like, yeah. Now. So it's like if yeah. the other Maggio family, it's a bummer they split. That's on them. Yep. If they want to figure out how to be in the same room together, God, holidays would be so much easier. Oh my God. And it's going to get, it's going to get like even easier, but then also even harder if you and Kayla or when you and Kayla choose to have children. I know. And it's like, so scary. Ugh, it we is, have so it, many TikToks popping uh, up on people like trying to set boundaries with their family, with their child. kids. And yeah. I don't fuck. know. I'm practicing doing it with my animals though. So yes. I'm practicing. That's really good. No, I can just I can just picture it. Like, I can hear your mom or oh, mostly your mom because your mom reminds me so much of my mom. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Being like, you're depriving me of seeing my grandchild. You, I know. Rah, 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 rah. Like, oh my god. We. Uh, just... I practiced by with my mom was would always douse herself in perfume because she smoked yeah. cigarettes and like uh-huh. trying to mask it. And it's like, mom, I we all know you smoke. Like it's. It's not a big deal. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Stop smelling my house up with perfume to hide something we know you're doing. Yeah. So I, but it was giving Dixie a little bit of a rash. So I told my mom that like, hey, can you stop doing that? It's giving her a rash, and she did. So that's great. She, my my grandma was very abusive to my mom, but mm. she was an amazing grandma, mm. very loving. There was no mm. no emotional abuse has come up since I started going counseling with my grandma. So I'm assuming it probably wasn't an abusive free zone, but it definitely right. was. She was she had her best intentions. So I'm hoping my mom is kind of going to be the same way. Oh, that is really really hard. Like family dynamics. Family constellations, like I was talking mm-hmm. about last episode, like they come up in more ways than we, you know, than what we think that they do. What are family constellations again? So remember I told you about the show Sex, Love, and Goop? Did you watch yeah. it? No, no, no. Come on, Nick. I've been playing my new video game, Halo, oh, if that's any right. gamers are out there. It's so fucking good. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You just said that. <laughs> no, I literally um, was like, hey, Johnny, uh, we're playing. I've given up all my responsibilities for the last two days. <laughs> and my marriage will probably fail. <laughs> but at least the podcast is going yeah, strong. The podcast is going strong, and I'm gaming. I'm gonna go pro. I'm gonna go oh pro. my god! In either of those things, really. Mm-hmm. Um, what is my dog chewing on? Millie. I, I keep thinking that she's like destroying something, but it's just her bone. It just sounds crazy. Um, god, I was gonna say. Oh yeah, so it's a show, Sex, Love, and Goop, and they do like sex and couples counseling on the show, and you watch people have like live sex revelations oh orgasms right. like all of those things and at the very end they talk about family constellations and how um like in order to understand why there is issues in relationships such as attachment abandonment cheating whatever um to look at like the family constellations of who has done what basically like this trauma a different way to look at i think like generational that's right trauma. i remember yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 generational trauma yes so it was very interesting, but yeah, I think like as your and Kayla's family continues to grow, like so is your family constellation and so is, you know, know, so many different things. But I think you and Kayla have done such great work to be able to be prepared for breaking the trauma cycle. So Yeah, and we we had such an amazing holiday experience last year when we traveled. Mm, we were right. we were away on vacation, so we didn't have any of that and we got to like enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And it was it was with her family, which was cool. It's relaxing for me. Might be stressful yeah. for her. So it's just, it's hard to, especially when you feel like, if I, I want to see my parents on the holidays, but I feel like sometimes it's for them and not for me. Yeah, I feel guilty if I don't show up. So then it's, but then now I'm absolutely in the, in the spot where it's like, well, I can't give into that. I have to hold strong in my boundaries. So yeah. even if the situation is normal and there's no trauma in the actual moment, 
mm-hmm. I am remembering my past trauma. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't. I, I set that boundary. I have to stick to it. Yep. Your little, am- your little amygdala has no sense of reality. No. All it knows is bear. Ah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I So, okay. So then walk me through like. I almost said Christmas. <laughs> Thanksgiving is <laughs> Thanksgiving is planned, right? You're yes. gonna show up. You're ready to walk in the door. You walk in the door. Like, what happens? How does it go? What are you prepared for? What have you like set yourself up for success? How do you have an escape plan? Walk so, me through it. <laughs> we are going to my on Thanksgiving. We're going to my. Yeah. We're celebrating with my dad. My okay. dad's wife, my stepmom, has a two kids. One kid, she was an ex meth addict. So okay. we're going. We're going over to her house. She's hosting. I've met her. She's um, lovely. <laughs> she's pregnant with okay. her baby daddy, right? Um, they've been dating for three months, three, four cool. months. Sick. He has the Confederate flag tattooed on his chest. Nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, oh, and I'm being no. totally serious. Uh, they're they're cool. They're like they're both super smart. That kind of smart where that's why they got in trouble because they were too bored with normal stuff. Oh, gosh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Like they're super witty. They're very funny. And like. They are like down to earth people besides the Confederate racism. Yeah, racism. yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Aren't hey, they blood, all? What's thicker than water? <laughs> Fucking hell, Nick. I I somehow I knew this episode was gonna be racist. Like I just I somehow had this inkling, like, huh, holidays we racism might come up. Yeah. It I will does. I might have a stepbrother in law who is a Confederate. So. Oh my god. The South will rest. You should you. say white supremacist, not Confederate. They don't really exist anymore. I don't want to, like, you know. <laughs> just call it what it is, Nick. Supre- I did. I said it. I, I'm I said kidding. It I'm kidding. Hail hit. <sighs> might have to beep that out. You probably have to beep that out. 1916. Moving forward, Nick. What else God happens? Damn it. I am just stuck on the white supremacist. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, that'll be fun. Oh my god! My sister's name is Brittany, and she's like her own buffer. She's so funny; it'll okay. it, it, it'll be fine. What I'm worried about is the following day when I'm with my mom and mm. Kayla's mom. Yeah, it's just my. I just always feel like I have to like control my mom. Mm. I like I'm in charge of her. Like so, you're responsible for her. Yeah. So luckily, I'll be working, so there's no need for me to like. I better stay sober so I don't lose it. Like I usually don't anyway. So I kind of let my mom do her thing. I will bring Dixie, so she'll have a little playmate. <laughs> So my mom's like a child. Mm. Um, but Kayla's aunt, sometimes they get along. They have the same mm, vibe. Of course very, they do. Like, yeah, she's in your face. Well, yeah, I mean, she's awesome. They're both awesome. But they do get along quite well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That makes a lot of sense. Does that answer your question? It does. So okay. what other, so like what kind of things would, like do you have an exit plan? Like what kind of things would make you say, right. I got to get the fuck out of here so like, kayla and i will have like a safe word that won't be okay. shared on the podcast right so if it's mainly with my dad and, and leslie because mm. we we all did have issues a while ago and mm. Kayla's my wife so she is i, I want to say obedient um because in counseling we had issues with this this situation where kayla i know my dad and leslie listen to this podcast my, my parents so kayla had an issue with me having a relationship with them at first because of how bad they hurt me. Mm. She witnessed it, right? So she mm. was just protective like any yeah. normal partner would be. Yeah. So 
before we actually had a discussion about stuff and uh, we had it in counseling, my counselor said, Kayla, you don't have an opinion on this matter. Whatever Nick says is what happens. So mm. I use the word obedience because Kayla and I, it does go both ways. We have a duty to each other to show up in those instances. Yeah. But Kayla deserves to be safe and protected. So that safe word is when that comes in. Absolutely. Which my dad and Leslie, they've they've been awesome. We've had no issues since everything started up again. Yeah. Uh, but so that's for that household. The household where my mom will be at, it's mainly up to me. My exit Again? plan is work. I get because it's my mom. Oh, still. it's oh, my oh, mom oh. still. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo- yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, for let's say we're with Kayla's family at, mm-hmm. at her dad's, right? I'm just there to support Kayla. My role is a little bit different, um, as like her supportive partner, mm. um, in the way like, well, it's not different at all. I'm just there. Whatever she says goes. I don't really have a safe word because mm-hmm. they. It, the situations are different. So what, mm-hmm. if Kayla's like, we're ready to go, I'm like, okay, let's go. Yep. I'm like, hey, can you go talk to my dad? Yeah, I'll go talk to your dad. Well, you go do this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so I do, again, whatever she says in those moments. Yeah, yeah. I agree that obedience doesn't sound like the right word. Like, I think, I hear what you're saying, and I think it makes a whole lot of sense. Maybe, like, the word complacence? Uh, define that for me. Like, I don't know. complacent is kind of like, yeah, whatever you want. Okay, yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. feel like, yeah, like laid back, just kind of mm-hmm. go with the flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, compla- complacency is sometimes, like, we have a policy. Yeah, we have a policy on campus against complacency, I think. Hmm. Or it's another C word. But it's like, if you watch something happening and you're not doing anything about it and you know it's against policy, then that's, like, complacency. Gotcha. But it also goes the other way of, like, I'm watching something happen. It doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm going to go along with it. Like, that's, like, very much that definition of complacency. Yeah. So, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah. So, that's exactly what's happening. So, yeah. if I see something wrong and we're in a situation like Kayla's birthday, if mm-hmm. I see something going wrong or her mom crosses a line or she gets triggered and something, like, I, it's not my place to say anything. Right. And sometimes we've had issues where she's wanted me to. She's like, mm-hmm. hey, if you do stuff with my dad on your own, like, can you stand up for me? And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't. Standing up for you is different. I can talk about how an awesome wife you are and how in in her dad's eyes what a perfect wife is. I can say all that stuff. But mm. defending, but like arguing with him on your behalf for me feels weird. Mm. Defending you is, is different. Like if he was making a joke like I, I quit the fire service because Kayla wasn't making me lunch. Mm. Like wasn't packing me a lunch. That was why I quit. <laughs> like I was like, no, no, no. She's amazing. Like, she has dinner ready every night when I come home. Like, that wasn't why I quit the fire service. So, like, little examples like that, I guess. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. But what about you? What about your family dynamic? You're ah! obviously, you're, you come from a divorced family, very, very trauma oriented, mm-hmm. but you don't live here. So, you're yeah. naturally disassociated with it. Yeah. What's but no, plan? thank you. Thank you for asking. And I think, yes, that the interesting part is that. My parents are newly divorced. Um, Mm -hmm. So for most of my childhood, my parents were together. But when we did holidays, they were never with extended family or really anybody else other than us four because my parents just wanted to get high out of their minds and get super fucked up on all holidays. And so that was – they didn't want to be around any other people and it really isolated my sister and I. So when I turned 16 and finally got a car and my driver's license – I was zipping around all of San Diego going yeah. to that grandparents and that aunts what and that What if that's uncles. why you're such so extroverted? Yeah. Because yeah. I was the I was completely the opposite. 
He was really? like, he had everything from the outer. And now as oh, I get wow. older, I'm, I just want to be a like vacation Alone. on the holidays was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. No, it's very true. Cause I think I love um, our parallels. I know they're so opposite, but so the same. Um, and so I was, yeah, going to whatever things I could by myself. And I was like for a long time from like 17 until like 20, when did I move to Long Beach? Or even, yeah, 23. How, how freeing was that? Oh, my God. It was amazing. I built these so brand good. new relationships with, like, extended family. I was able to be, like, the representative. Oh, my dog has zoomies. Very cute. Mm-hmm. The representative of the Cravello family. Um, no, thank you. Don't zoom me at me, please. No, no, no. Um, and so that was really, really great. And then when I moved out of state, um, you know, and my parents got divorced. That was when things kind of took a different shift. Um, because I always had a great time going to family events because my parents were never there. Yeah. Um, but now my parents are divorced and my dad is around from what I've said in previous episodes. Well, I want to hear all about that. But I did witness an event where no one was at, but you were at. And the pressure put on you by your family of where your where is your family, Kaylee? Like, yep. talk about that. that was, was it the crazy. casino? Yep. Best yeah. best night of my life. <laughs> I had so much fun. My so for for the listeners, my seventy year old grandma. We go to the we go to the casino for her seventieth birthday. Yeah. That's what she wants to do. Hit the fucking casino yeah, like a badass. Slot. God. So we all went to the casino, and of course Nick and Kayla get invited. Um, mm-hmm. And my dad actually was there. I don't know if you remember that. And why were people crying about him? And my mom was there. Everyone, my 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 dad and my mom were there. They were okay. But when do I? I remember someone crying to mm-hmm. you about my dad. About your dad. Yeah, he was there. And they he, were. They were there. Okay. Because it was just because he was so fucked up. He was really fucked. Like beyond fucked up, and people. I mean, family still cries to me, thinking that he's gonna die, and like, or they used to. Now that he's sober, it's very different. Um. But yes, thank you for saying that. The pressure that gets put on me as the parentified older sibling is like nothing I've ever experienced before. And so the the older siblings out there, if people ask you, how are your parents? How's your sister? What's going on? Like, not because they genuinely want to know about how your life is, but because they want to the be gossip. conversations they'd be having with a, an adult. Yep. yep. Catching up and with I'm, the family. I'm 17 telling my aunts and uncles, like, yeah, my mom's in the hospital. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's like, damn. So, so bad. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, I think now that I have moved out of state, it has been amazing and has created a brand new sort of, like, like you said, not necessarily disassociation or not disassociation. Dissociation. Why can't I say that correctly? No. Herbert Everdeer. Hey. It has created so much needed distance uh, because yes. I get to be able to say things like, sorry, I can't afford to fly in. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. This is how um, this is how I'm choosing to plan for the holidays. But also it's it's hard because it's exactly what I needed and what I wanted in, for my life. But now, you know, I try to fight those feelings of like, am I doing the exact same thing that my parents did? Am I isolating mm-hmm. intentionally? to avoid, you know, this, this toxicity in my family, um, you know, and is that what I want or is that what I need? Because to sum up your question, I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. I don't plan to go home for Christmas. Um, 
I can't be back in San Diego for another like full calendar year because yeah. of how traumatic everything was. Um, and when last you do weekend. come back, do you ever could you see yourself maybe being able to pick and choose what you go to when you go to without any issues? Hmm. Obviously, there's gonna might be some kickback, but those yeah. are you know let people haters are gonna hate. Are you ever mm. gonna be able to just be okay with that? And like I let's think... come, come spend it with uh, Kayla and I. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. That's my dream. Cheers. I mean. I... Yeah, how many times have I had Thanksgiving at the, I almost said the yeah. Seco House, 915, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Noreen Court. I mean, but I think it's, yeah, that is that is my dream to spend, you know, like I've, I said in the previous episodes, like finding those surrogate families or, you know, mm-hmm. the humans that are really important to me in my life and, you know, recognizing that I don't have to spend Thanksgiving with my, or Christmas or any holiday with my blood family, but I can spend it with people that I love and Hope that I don't get fucking reamed for it. But if I do, like, that's, yeah, it's, I've reached this point where I'm like, you know what? It's better for me to just be by myself. It's better for me to be with friends or partners or other family that isn't my, like, blood family, which is devastating. But it's like, it just causes me too much pain. Like, at least right now, it doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to be um, something that I stick with. But while I'm in this, like, healing process I, I cannot be around my family like that or like I was last week because it's just it's just too hard it's too yeah hard. no it's brutal yeah. I mean yeah. they, it's not fun it's not relaxing and you have yeah. to have more time afterwards to recover like it's not worth it yeah so for our listeners who are kind of in similar boats what would you offer them mm. as a solution I know we talked about an exit yeah. strategy so I have one more thing to add before we close this out but if you want to go first yes absolutely I think you said it perfectly like number one tip that I have is like well I guess not number one two things is set your boundaries before you go if you have a chance Mm -hmm. to talk with a therapist if you have a chance to talk with a loved one a trusted one a colleague anybody um, talk through what boundaries make sense to you and if anybody crosses them you leave like bottom line and I think that has saved me in so many situations. And then being able to, like you said, have an exit plan. Like if you want to drive yourself and you're able to, to drive home, if you want to plan to have or to be picked up or to be dropped off and picked up by somebody, like yeah. that makes a whole lot of sense because then you can give them a time frame of like, I need to be dropped off at this time and I need you to pick me up one hour later. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah, is a it must. One thing I, the last thing I wanted to say when we did this was I would plan stuff on top of stuff. So I had, I was like, sure, I can be with you on the Thanksgiving, but I'm doing it with three other houses. So I can only spend an hour and then I got to yeah. go, right? So yeah. then it like, yeah. keeps it moving. Everything's done in one thing and I can enjoy the rest of the time or the next couple of days and do actually what I want. So yeah, yeah. I feel like that was really smart too. Cause no one's going to like, I will carve out time for you. It's only an mm. hour and it's actually benefiting me, yeah. but I'm going to carve out time so you feel special. So it is a way of playing that yes. little bit of game so you don't get guilt tripped. Yeah. I will also say if any of you have any friends that are gracious enough to be your buffer, I mm-hmm. will forever be grateful to Kayla and Alana and you for being my buffer in so many family situations yeah. because that has saved me so many different times from having relationships with people I don't want to have relationships That's with. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and get the fuck out of there. Get as drunk as you can. It's my drop yeah. of blank. Blackout yeah, or get out. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm gonna just be stony baloneyed and just fucking so munch fun, out. so fun. Uh, just kidding, because I have to go to work. So uh. whatever. All right, uh, that was a great topic. I love that. Yeah, it was. Good luck, everybody, with your holiday shit. We'll be thinking uh, of you. Yeah. Okay, going into our surprise topic, Kaylee, yeah. if you want to take it away. Yes. Yeah, so this topic was written into us um, by a listener. So Kathy, thank you for writing in. Um, the question is paraphrased, but. Do we think that certain traumas in your life can lead you to find yourself in relationships where you're trying to fix or repair the other person that you're in a relationship with? Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, this can be romantic, platonic. I'm going to try to keep it purely romantic because I feel like okay. we talk a lot about how our trauma led me to a career where I was a first responder and uh-huh. you have your career as a crisis counselor. Uh-huh. So... With Kayla and I, I obviously was really fucked up um, due to childhood trauma, and I didn't know how to, <laughs> from a new girl, um, mm. I can't mm. say February, and I was never taught how to love. <laughs> <laughs> so well it was really, yeah, it was really hard for me to be a good partner. So after I came out of my counseling tunnel, and I was able to love her the way she needed to be loved and deserved to be loved, she then felt like I did not love her. Mm. which was like, what? I'm getting ready to marry you. Why do you yeah. feel like this? So basically she was- I remember. She was having to pour so much love into me before I would, when I was fucked up that when I came out of it and I didn't need all that love from her because I loved myself, mm. she felt like I didn't care anymore. Wow. So, and to answer this question, like, yeah, I think like the trauma that comes from our past or our childhood definitely, definitely- has a huge impact on our current relationships and the roles we play because it took mm. us at least six months to first of all figure out what was happening and then to fix it. Yeah. And sometimes things are still like, she's like, do you love me? I can't tell how you feel right now. And I'm like, I actually don't feel like anything. I'm, mm. I'm totally, I'm okay. Like I am okay. So that was even just saying that it's different because it never yeah. used to be like that. Wow. Very well said. I think that yeah, I'm really, opens. Uh, well-spoken. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I think that opens like the whole door into you know when people say oh you married your dad or oh you mm, married your yeah. mom like it's so gross but like so true so like many that. so many relationships that I had in like my young life and in my college life like I was dating the most fucked up men that I could as a surrogate for me trying to fix a relationship with my dad that I never had, mm. you know? So being able to That's repair good it, stuff. it's good stuff. Being able to repair it outside of that relationship without even knowing that I was doing that. But like, oh my God, I loved dating the drug addicts. I loved oh, yeah. dating the people <laughs> who just had like, oh, you have trauma? Yes, you're perfect oh, for me. Let me fix you. Let me yeah. let me parent you. I'm really good at you parenting. Need to be mothered. Ugh. Yes. And it was like it was so awful because I ended up with these these humans that I was dating that did need a mom. And mm-hmm. I fit that role so perfectly. And then yeah. when it came down to like them supporting me, when it came down to me needing something from them, it was like, I what? Like, no, you care for me and that's it. Like that's yeah. the only thing that I'm supposed to do. And it's like, fuck, you're right, because I spent two years cultivating that and like mm-hmm. of course that's not something I've ever communicated to you. And so I think like me as someone who survived the traumas that I did in childhood and became a parent, I love parenting partners and it's fucked up. And I try so hard now to take a step away from like, um, not 
what do I try to do? I try to not, one, not to give unsolicited advice, right? Like yeah. only only give advice and offer intentional support if somebody asks for it. Um, and make sure that I communicate my needs clearly and then communicate if they're not being met. Um, and then I also try to find somebody that is self-sufficient without me. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a good relationship yeah. is two independent people who come together and form yep. this fucking powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, two yeah. or three uh, people. Nick. Oh, yeah, no, not just two. Two, three, four, five. My whole who cares? Time. Let's do it. Uh, more <laughs> <than Mary. laughs> I agree. But yeah, that I think. That was a good episode. That was a good surprise topic. Ugh. I know. I wrote a couple things down. We'll talk okay. about it, maybe some main topics. Good, good, good. good. Stuff. Um, well, do you have anything else you want to add before we close it out? Um, I want to say, you said it earlier, but like, good luck. Y'all got this. The holidays are fucking hard. Um, don't blame your little trauma brain for what they do, but give them yeah. some love. And we love you. Yeah. All right. Follow us at Trauma Drama Podcast on Instagram and TikTok to see show updates, video highlights, and much more. And DM us for topic suggestions, corrections, worries, concerns, love and hate. Rate, review, subscribe. We upload episodes every Monday and Friday. Tune in for more. Thank <laughs> you.